welcome back to the Jackson Cloud. We are in the series called Spiritual Gifts. And we... Wait, that's a series, not just an episode? It's a series of episodes. We had our introduction to spiritual gifts, then we talked about the gift of prophecy, then we talked about some of the avenues of prophecy, like visions, dreams, as well as like thoughts, hearing God's voice. So we kind of gave like some biblical background on that, but we have yet to like dive into like, okay, if that's what it is now, how do I hear? And we've talked about that a little bit. Maybe you guys can remember a few times where we kind of voiced like what God would sound or look like. So now we're just kind of like honing in on that more. How do we amplify that so we can hear? So uh, the, the first thing that I, I kind of already mentioned, but it's partially if if Paul talks about God's spirit, like our spirit searches the depths of our heart, the Holy Spirit searches the depths of God's heart, then we've mentioned that one of the ways in which we need to hear God is just as we listen to our own spirit and its thoughts. So we listen to God's spirit and his thoughts. So what are some of the things that you guys do when you are trying to hear your own thoughts? Let's start there. Um, I don't do anything because I don't try to hear my own thoughts. They bombard me constantly. Okay. All right. So if you, let's try this again then. So first off, <laughs> if you get really good at hearing God's voice, that can be similar where it's just like entering into a conversation with God. Uh, for me, that's a lot of times what prayer is. For prayer, for many people, it's like, God, I wish you would do this thing. Would you please do this thing? Heal this person, heal this person, heal it. You know, like you just keep saying the same thing over and over again as though prayer is a magical wish of sorts. Whereas for me, it's like, God, I'm just tired today. Here with you. What do you need me to do right now? I've been thinking about this person. How can I pray for them? So like it's, it's more conversational. So it's like slowing down the bombardment of thoughts. So let's, let's say it this way then. Your thoughts are always screaming at you. <laughs> when they're screaming so loud, what do you do to make them shut up so you I can- I didn't say they were screaming. I said they constantly bombarded Olivia's me. thoughts are screaming at her at all times. As in, I can't get my brain to shut I up. like to burn things. <laughs> so what you're saying is we're supposed to- the quiet, scary one in the corner whose thoughts I mean, are raging. Mmm, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Once again, you are neither the first nor will you be the last person to Compare me to that character. So, uh, I would actually try to practice my preaching while mowing. Like, to try to practice, like, what I was supposed to do or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was awful at it. Which is why I'm glad I practiced with the mower with no one listening. <laughs> but! <laughs> but, I mean, that was one way that I found that I connected. And so, yeah. Well, yeah. It's a weird image to put in your head, but, you know. No, that makes sense. Sometimes when I'm practicing a message, I'll go on a walk and just kind of rehearse it. Uh, and kind of, like, see what comes out in those moments. Sometimes there's, like, not as much of a preaching script. I'm just like, here's my topic. Let's see what comes out. See what made sense to keep. Throw away what didn't. And that might be a chance for me to kind of meet with the Holy Spirit, letting him inspire and letting me uninspire <laughs> some of it. Um, so yeah, yeah, finding a routine sometimes that chills us out. For, for some people, it's driving in the car, right? Or at least it was for me for a while. 
No. I don't get that at all either. <laughs> There's I, way too much road rage around here right. for that oh. to actually be a like. Well, a it's usually thing. highway driving. Well, no, that's not true. No, I'll do it wherever I guess. The I often practice preaching in the car. So if you pull up next to me, well, <laughs> hey then, Jesus. Hey, oh, hello, sir. How you? Hey then. <laughs> um, but like, that's a moment sometimes for me to like pray, especially if it's highway driving, because you just. If you're me, you zone out while you're highway driving, like falling asleep while driving on the highway used to be. There's going to be a petition to take away your license after this. No, no, no. Used I mean, to be much more of a problem because I had to do it so much, you just tune out. Uh, I think that petition's already started, actually. Okay, all right. Well, I'll edit it out. <laughs> um, but like, yeah. Thank you. I'm kidding. <laughs> Feeling tired on the highway, uh, but you can use that same kind of like just kind of tuning out to tune into God instead, uh, and be like, "All right, God, I ain't got nothing else to do on this trip. What, what you, let's talk. You know, what do you want to what do you want to talk about?" And then that's a moment where I sometimes might use that to hear my thoughts, where I'm just expressing how I feel in the car to myself, like a weirdo. Or I can use that moment to express how I feel to God, like a weirdo, and see if uh, see if I also hear back in return. So I mean, it can't be as weird as people that sing in their cars on the way to. That's literally everyone. It's the else, most Casey. normal thing ever. No, Mister no. screaming while lawn mowing is <laughs> Making not fun weird. Of us for singing in the car, but for doing no, no, something. I mean, ninety-nine point nine percent of people in the world do. I mean, yes, but there's a lot of people that. It, nah, never mind. I'm just gonna sound. Yeah, it's not point. What? <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, whatever you do in that moment to hear your own voice, I would suggest to you is something you do to hear God's voice, and that's different to everyone because everybody's got a different, a different personality when it comes to that. So, like me, here's a good example of how it's different for people. I like to walk through nature. And that automatically subjects my spirit oftentimes to worship. Like the amount of lyrics I've written about nature that turned into worship songs. It's like, ah, a tree. Oh God, you're so good. You know, it's like, for some people that's not the progression, but for me it's like, oh, they, and I've talked about this before, but ooh, a tree, wow, it's just amazing. Who can make a tree? Oh, God made a tree. And that's just one tree. And that one over there is the same kind of tree, but it's different And how many leaves. Anyways, this follows my mind down like a worship trail, okay? Plants are cool. Yes, Olivia's with me, she's the plant queen. But then there's people like Maisha slash Uni slash Uni slash Sarah, who we had long ago. Go ahead. Let's link it right here. Yeah, okay. Go ahead and watch this episode on racism. Um, but like, woods don't do it for her. <laughs> for her, it's like, uh, a mosquito might bite me and I'll get rabies and die or you know whatever it's the snakes the, the snakes so like her mind is not going to be subjected to God in that moment because it's like bugs uh, you know like whereas for me it's like ah so it's not a one track works for everybody but essentially what you're trying to do is quiet your heart be still listen to God and create that space uh, kind of a peaceful space and a quiet space for him to meet with you. And if your mind is screaming when you're in the woods... Why do you keep pointing at her for screaming? 
Her Again, mind was screaming. My, my, You're my, screaming my out loud. My thoughts are not screaming. They're just constant. If your thoughts are constant while in the woods, this is me pointing at Maisha, then you're not going to have an easy way to connect with God in that time. But if you're like, ah, the birds, I bet that's a worship song <laughs> that they're singing. And then your mind just moves that direction. You got birds. something you want to say? Why birds? You got something you want to say? I mean, St. Francis of Assisi, man, him and all the plants, like... And that's plants, birds, that's and not the, birds. And the, yes, he used to preach to birds. Why would he preach to birds? Because everyone needs the gospel. Read, the up, on, read up on St. Francis, man. He's, he's but the no, the birds are... Like, there's like 20 verses to Francis's song all about nature praising God. So, like, for him... Is him, he the one that sent the bear away? Like, there was a group of people that were trying to find him. I wouldn't be surprised, a bear honestly. Found him and he was like, go shoot, bring us some honey or something like that. It and would not surprise left. me at all. And came back with honey. <laughs> um, I might be messing that story up. Many legends of this is how rumors person. start. Would not surprise me at all, to be honest. Um, St. Francis of Assisi has lots of weird stories like that. But still, birds. I'm Birds are scary. Birds aren't peaceful. What kind of movies are you watching? Well, no, like I was trapped. No, I was traumatized as a kid because there was a. Uh, I've been attacked by birds too. They're not all bad. Most of them. Yeah, are just bad. chickens. No, chickens are the okay ones. I got attacked by a chicken when I was a kid. See? Are you See? About to cry? No. There's, her voice literally, <laughs> literally started. I'm tired. I was attacked by a chicken. I was attacked by a chicken, okay? I mean, multiple times there was a nest above our front door. So the minute we would open the door to go to school, it would dive bomb us. And like, when you're <laughs> when you're growing up, that's even though you're like 30 times the size of the bird, it still terrifies you when it tries to peck at your head while you're just leaving your front door. I did walk under a tree at Cedar Point with my dad and my brothers and... And I walked under it, hey, it's just having a good time. And then a bird came out and grabbed my hair and started yanking on it. <laughs> I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> See, and, terrifying, no, like I said. No, my dad and my brothers what? just stood there and stared at me, not like even amused by this. So, ah, ah. <laughs> and then it like flies away, I'm like, ah. and dad's like, huh. <laughs> what do you mean, how a bird just attacked me? Anyways, I couldn't think clearly enough to hear God's voice in that moment. <laughs> I'm just trying to bring See, it around. See, birds it's are evil. Working. Anyways, whatever you need to do to hear your own voice, to hear your own spirit think, is what you need to do to try to amplify God's spirit. Because he's quiet. He's very quiet. And this is like the whole point of Elijah. Elijah is one of our mega prophets, right? I mean, he talks to Jesus Wait, mega prophets? Mega prophets. Like he's he's one of the big prophets. He does that mean there's an ultra prophet too? Moses and Elijah meet with Jesus on on a mountain, showing you like this isn't just your average prophet. This is a mega prophet. We talked about that story huh. in this episode. Right there, yeah. Click it. Um, but uh, anyways, Elijah goes up on a mountain. He's gone, he's, he's a little bipolar, like he's like, went from extreme of like watching God 
burn up that offering that was filled with water right in front of all these people. He has this glorious moment followed by the threat of death uh, from Queen Jezebel, I think. And so like he goes on a mountain, just kind of like in a, he's gone from extreme high to extreme low, even though he's on in a high mountain. Uh, he's a mega prophet. He's a, okay, yeah, so here he is. And now we get this little like prophetic experience about hearing God's voices. While he's on the mountain, uh, we realize God's coming and there's this huge wind, like, I don't know, think tornado, like rocks are shaking on the mountain and it stops. And Elijah's still inside this cave. Like he doesn't come out. He's like, well, that wasn't God. You know, if we're thinking what God sounds like, we're thinking loud, you know? Uh, and we're like, okay. Earthquakes, tornadoes. Yeah, and that's kind of what it feels like. It keeps amplifying. Another thing happens. God isn't in it. Then Wildfire. a fire happens. God's not in it. We're like, okay, how extreme does this have to get before it's like, ah, oh, the almighty God. Tidal wave. It wasn't a tidal wave. That would have just kept following. Instead, he hears a gentle blowing. So literally just, like, I don't think the camera can even pick up what I just did, right? Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so <is that> better? <laughs> we go from mega noise, mega crazy to like a pin drop, you know, like, and then Elijah like comes out of the cave because he knows God has shown up. So the mega prophet who knows what God sounds like does not see him in the ways we would expect him. Instead, he sees him in the still, small, soft, whisper, gentle blowing noises of nothingness. Like it's... You wouldn't even notice it if you weren't paying attention. And so you see in that story, like, if you want to hear God, here's one universal tip for everybody. Get quiet. Be quiet. Tone everything down. But there's never quiet. There's cars going by. There's planes going overhead. Like, it's you always true, hear something. Actually. Yeah, I remember listening to some interview on NPR about, like, there's this guy whose job is to try to just record nature and he can always only catch a few minutes of it before something, something human or mechanical interrupts. No matter how deep into wherever he goes, there's a plane, there's something. So like, it's very hard to get quiet. Oh, I don't even like being quiet when I'm not conscious. <laughs> You know, like, I've got a huge fan in my room. It's like, turn this up to max. All right, now I can sleep. I'm constantly filled with noise. We're all constantly filled with noise. It's 24-hour stores. You can always be active at whatever time of day. And it's not like ancient times where you had to light a candle and, like, hope that you had this much time to stay awake if you can see anything. You flick on the light. I mean, how many of us are night owls, right? Like, we live... Constantly, <laughs> like we I never kind of wonder how many like candles did they used to go through in like in a year back in the day. It was just kind of been always a thought of mine. Well, you have to remember one. they don't have to use them during the day because there's sunlight. No, I know, but it was just like you know the fact that I stay up way late. I need a lot of candles, and I probably would have burned my house down. And by see, now. when you have this quiet moment. <laughs> Where you are hearing your thoughts say, I wonder how many candles they once used back in the day. That's a moment for you to be like, I'm thinking 
a very chill level right now. <laughs> Maybe I should think God's thoughts and then just open it up to him. Uh, and then it takes time to discern again, what's your thoughts, what's his thoughts. We're gonna talk more about discernment this week. But there in that quiet is one of the places where you start to listen. And it helps to wait too. Uh, the Psalms, there's a very regular statement, and you've probably sang it in songs today, about waiting upon the Lord. It's like, it's pretty consistent Psalm thing. And what's going on there? I mean, in my mind, David, when he's writing these songs, probably is waiting upon God to show up and influence his, his words, because over time, his psalms turn into prophetic they become supernatural he starts speaking into what god's doing what the future has for jesus and for all this other stuff um, as he waits upon god be still wait chill out think be quiet um, find that space so everybody's different in that regard some people can hear things very can hear their minds very clearly whereas some people like myself need it to be quiet, need it to be visually quiet where there's not a huge mess because that's somehow loud too. And I just need to be able to have a moment to tune out and listen. I mean, it makes sense. Sometimes it is connected, like visually and hearing because there's times where people like can't see something so they turn the radio down. Oh yeah. You ever notice that when like... Or you're trying to find an address and like you can't... Is it this house? Let me turn the music down so I can figure out. <laughs> right. You can still read an address with music, but yeah, <laughs> right. you're, you're trying to kind of mentally, to think more straight, you have to kind of cut out some other things. Right. Yeah. So it'd be like, this is an analogy that comes to mind. We're going to follow it. Probably not going to work. Like people who are missing a sense tend to amplify other senses you know, so like if you're if you're deaf, well, let's say you're blind. You're blind, That's so your hearing with. is more like <laughs> your hearing is more like attuned to what's going on. Maybe you catch smells better because that's something like I can tell when I'm by Hinkley's Donuts, you know, based on what I'm smelling or Subway, it's the Burger King. All y'all pumping your smells out. Um, the other senses are climax. So like maybe when you're looking to hear God's voice, it requires dumbing down the overload of some of your senses in order to amplify the sense of hearing God's voice. We, I said we follow the analogy. We'd see where it leads. Olivia will now testify if it worked or not. I think it was a good analogy. We'll give this analogy a solid 75%. We'll keep working on it till we Much get better than any of mine. Uh, well, we will give it 100% when we look at it in that light. Uh, anyways, listening to God is not easy. It takes a while to get used to. Once you're better at it, it can happen more fluidly. Um, you see a lot of mega prophets even today can do it very easily in the hustle and bustle of mega conferences. When Wait, there's speaking. mega prophets today? Yeah, I mean, you got people who can very easily call out God's voice. So like, I think of John Wesley. People don't usually think of him in supernatural ways, but man, just read his journal, it's crazy. He started the Methodist Church, 
like he's preaching. He's in the middle of a message. You wouldn't think that his mind would be capable of receiving God thoughts while trying to preach at the same time when he stops and he's like, is so-and-so in the room? You just come to mind really quick. If he is, God, show him your power. And then you find out like that guy was in the room, he falls to the ground, starts shaking under the power of the Holy Spirit. We'll talk about phenomenons in a few weeks or so, but like that was John Wesley kind of having a, he's built this sense of hearing God's voice. Guy pops into his head, he calls it out, it happens right then. So uh, anyways, if you want to hear God's voice, those are some tips. The other tips I would give is first off, God doesn't always speak. Um, so like if you're not picking something up, like you don't have to freak out like, oh, I just can't do this right. Secondly, everyone can hear God to some extent. Uh, you know, like a mega prophet can especially do that with more clarity sometimes, but everyone has the Holy Spirit inside of them. And he's always talking. So like we may not necessarily be called as prophets, but we all have, is it that I just said he's always talking? And yes, said right after talking. saying, he's not always right, talking, right, 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 don't right, worry right, about right, it. Right. Let, me, let me clarify. Just because you create a space for God to meet doesn't mean he's necessarily going to like talk right in that moment. But he's always in you. And so the possible possibility for him to always be talking, is that better? Am I clarifying? Is always a possibility to be there. So you might as well create space for that. So wibbly wobbly, talky Gandhi. That's not Gandhi. <laughs> what? No. Uh, and then also, if you really want to hear his voice, one of the things you need to try to do is not work it up. Um, in my early days of trying to practice this. Oh good, story time with Jamin. In my early days of trying to practice this, uh, it'd be like, all right, God, speak to me. Gotta get a word. Say something. Say something. All right, come on. You got this. Come on, Jamin, you can do this. Maybe if you just chill out some more, chill out. Why are you so loud? Stop thinking, Jamin. You need to go outside and scream and mow the lawn or something? Come on, chill out, chill out. You know, it's just like. I like how that's become like the thing that you've grabbed onto the most right now. That, that would be like, and this is what a lot of people do when they're first trying to hear God's voice. Like, I gotta shut up already so I can hear God's voice. Just shut up, Jamin, shut up! You know, and like, and the, that's what your brain sounds like. Are you gonna hear God in that moment? No. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, if you do, that would be fantastic. Yeah. But I feel like the probability is low. So it's more about just like, again, for me, it's not even like trying to turn yourself off. It's just trying to turn yourself down to, to talk with God like he is there. Like he might talk back even if he doesn't always talk back. Sometimes he might be intentionally quiet. Sometimes it might be because he's trying to like see how faithful you are. It's like, you really want a word? Keep trying, you know, like, I'll, I'll come eventually. Or it might be like Daniel who prays for an answer and doesn't get one for two or three weeks. God didn't, he sent an angel to deliver that message. Angel was delayed. So like the answer was there, but not there yet. It, you just, you never, you never know. But the more that you just settle down, chill out, listen, and then start practicing the discernment of what's you, what's God, what's something else, the more you'll learn. So.
So you're saying there's a bullet time when it comes to God's messages sometimes. A bullet time? So it's like how long it takes for the bullet to travel from one place to the next. It's called bullet time? No? Alright, moving on. If you heard of bullet time. It's I mean, a thing it in video games. Is it called that? Yeah. Is it called that? I have no idea. We don't believe you. <laughs> okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> and that's our episode! <laughs> Have you heard God's voice before? What did it sound like? Let us know in the comments below or on our Discord page, which you can find the link down in the info on this video. Also, uh, comment, like, subscribe, hit that bell, or check us out at jacksoncloud.com. Okay.